Hello, hello. Moon City Horror. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, shit. What's up, Matt? What up? Matthias the Ill. Oh, man. How you living? Uh, I'm living. I'm yeah. living. Doing doing what I got to do, you know? Yeah, man. Simple things. Um, That's a dope Terrifier shirt you got on. Oh, thank you. I got it. I believe it was a Christmas gift. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank nice, you. dude. You know me. I'm a fan of Art the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most people are nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but the part three is getting like a huge budget and like all kinds of like attention. Part three should be huge. I think that's where he's going to end it, too. I, I I don't think he's going to carry it on past that, really. Mm. That'd be cool. Not that it really needs to. I think everyone's... Uh, you don't want to get I, Art I, the Clown in space? Not that they, w- they wouldn't go there, but I think it would probably get a little ridiculous, but you probably couldn't. I mean, you had everything else in space, right? Leprechaun, Jason. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Pinhead and the Cenobites traveled to space. <laughs> um, actually, uh, was this something that we had talked about? I remember we were we were going through a list of like John Carpenter shit, and uh, uh, Ghosts of Mars was was a movie that he did. And apparently, I didn't know this. I'm not sure if I brought this up on a on a, a, a podcast earlier, but I know it's something I recently found out. Uh, the Ghosts of Mars movie was actually supposed supposed to be a third installment to the uh to the Plis- Snake Plissken series. Oh, the Escape from series, Escape from yeah. New York, Escape from L.A. So this was actually going to be the latest one. I think it was Escape from Mars. Ah, uh, oh. So he, for whatever reason, that didn't work out. I don't know if he didn't. I I don't see why. Uh. Kurt Russell would say no to uh, John Carpenter, so I don't know if it was that, but yeah, uh, they they just for some reason didn't go along with it. So whatever they uh, put into the story itself, they just made it its own movie. Ah, uh, gotcha. Hey, since we're on the Snake Plissken uh, topic, um, okay, Perla and I are going to go to the Days of the Dead Festival um, coming up here in a couple weeks. Uh, Michael. Bean is going to be there. Nice. And I definitely want to go to get his autograph. The um can do it with the Nintendo. The yes. Nintendo. I have I have Metal Gear on NES and I want to have him sign it. That is For him though, right? Like that's 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 the question yeah. on the table. Yeah, that, no, that's it's him, him, right? Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's been I think it's been clarified that it is him. It is his image. But for those of you that didn't know this, you probably do, but if you didn't, yeah, the original Metal Gear came out on Nintendo. Metal Gear. And uh, in, when you look at the artwork, because, you know, back then it was simply just, you know, like um, people's personal artwork and shit. Yeah. It wasn't really like actual like photo or anything like that. So somebody drew out Snake Plissken to, to look very similar or actually as Michael Bean himself. And if you look at it... Uh, um, it he, totally he looks like Michael Reese Bean. from Terminator from like right. the, the the future sequences. Yeah, yeah, he's got the headset on and everything. Or Alien, yeah, 
Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Hicks. Okay, cool. I'm gonna take him I'm gonna take it and have him sign it. That's gonna be dope. <laughs> Dude. I don't know if you'll be the first one to do that, but if you are, I'm sure it'd be deeply appreciated. No, I think... I would like to see the look on his face when he fucking does that too. <laughs> so <laughs> The idea is that like I want to turn the office into like a like a horror shrine kind of, but more like memorabilia as it relates to the podcast as opposed to like, oh, here's a, you know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre poster or whatever. I mean, it'll probably be posters. Don't get me wrong. But like, um, you know, that I bought that Freddie poster for Robert England to sign and that was going to be like the starter. And then he backed out of uh, Monster Palooza. So that's kind of a bust. But um you know joe was dirty joe was here recently and he left me with a signed picture um from the sci-fi sam music video shoot so i'm like okay i can frame that and then um uh, what else do i have uh the i was gonna put the um the return of the living dead blu-ray in like a box and put that up on the wall and just a little shit like that you know so i was hoping to do that with the nintendo like i want to take a picture with him and then like have him sign the cartridge so then I can put like the cartridge in like a box or whatever, like a shadow box and then put the picture at the bottom. I don't know, something like that. And then yeah, that um, good. Sam Raimi, Sam and Ted Raimi are going to be at um, Son of Monster Palooza in October. And I really want to go because I want to have them sign an intruder poster. I think that'd be fucking awesome. Absolutely. Everyone's got evil dead posters, but like who's got an intruder poster? The, yeah. pod, the podcast did a review you the on side it. Eye. They're gonna be like, <laughs> this is something new." I know, right? Yeah, I, I think that'd be cool. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like you said, Evil Dead. It's gonna be like Xena, or you know, like it's gonna be anything else but the movie Intruder. Yeah, your 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 addition to this is going to stop. It's like those 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 moments that stop everything, like you see in movies and it's shit. Like with the record like, scratch, it's like the, <laughs> yeah, the music cuts and everything. And everyone's just like, intruder. What the fuck? <laughs> God, can you imagine? Can you imagine bringing that up to them and they just like sit there and start thinking about that time when they're making that movie and shit, That'd and be like, great. like maybe just bring up some cool shit about it, That'd be some great. background shit. And what you you got to remember to bring this up because remember you called it that that thing that that guy had said during the movie. Oh, the story. Um, yeah, the from, story. Uh, Raising Arizona about the sandwiches was it? Bill Parker. I, I don't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had something to do with sandwiches, right? Like the guy. Was yeah, because uh, he was like an EMT or whatever. The the Bill Parker, <laughs> that mother scratcher. Uh, like he's, you know, walking down the road with a head in one hand and a sandwich in the other. Hand. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. You got to bring that shit. If you can remember, man, you got to bring that shit up because. Oh I think yeah. You're... Yeah. I'll remember. Yeah. The... <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that'll be fun. So what's so, up? Uh, you? So what are we doing? I'll tell you what we're doing. First of all, I wanted to bring up uh, a situation, uh, to to you uh okay okay so and this is to anybody listening right now here's the scenario you go to the bathroom right you really got to take a shit and uh as soon as you're you're you know you're 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 down on the the ball you're you're doing your business you look over and there's something missing want to take a guess at what that is um toilet paper (laughs) 
the toilet paper, right? Okay. So, due to uh, emergency situations, you know, the first thing I do is like, okay, well, if it's not on the roll, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be a, a store, a storage uh, of it, maybe underneath the sink or you know, b- behind on the wall or something, right? Well, there's no backups either. So, okay. <laughs> the only thing I can think to do was just go, ah, do I rough it? Eh, just grab a towel, jump into the shower and just take an instantaneous shower right after the fact. That, that was my only, my only thing. So my question to you is, was this the best way to handle the situation? Uh, <laughs> yes. I think that is the, uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. What, what else are you going to do? Rough it? Dude, that's gross, man. You can walk around with all that dump in your trunk. No, dude. I mean, it came out nice and nice and easy. So I feel like I you're asking a... for validation because someone disagreed with you that that was the right choice to make. No, I just thought it would be a funny topic to bring up. <laughs> okay. There there was no, yeah. Uh, you know, nobody here knows, nobody within my live area knows and stuff, but now the whole world knows about it before everyone else does. So there you go. I won't talk about of shit. Speaking <laughs> of shit, let's talk about today's moves. Ah, I see <laughs> this, what you did there. This, I see what you did there. This is uh this is the ultimate segue. Um I'm I guess I'll start it off like this. Once again, the one the monsters are running amok. And we run for that theater, and the marquee now reads Day of the Reaper. Which 
is a 19-something film? I 84. 84? Okay, good. Okay, I, I guess I did read it. Uh, 1984 film. If you guys are looking for a great storyline, Oscar award-winning performances, great acting, uh, great celebrities, nice, nice long stretched-out story, None of these apply. I mean, I will say <laughs> none of those things are what we do here anyways, for the most of part. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And that's why I wanted to bring that up. So let's celebrate the the, the crap we have to show or, or talk about to, to, uh, to our audiences and stuff. And uh, yeah, let's partake in the goodness that is this film. <laughs> Um, yeah, this movie, okay, damn, dude, I was rough, like, I mean, what are you drinking? Uh, just nothing, (laughs) I already had coffee, man. Did you you give me a hard time about this last couple of times? Bitch, it is like early morning in the Saturday, Saturday early morning. Oh, okay, my bad. Um, I am drinking double Jack and Coke. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And today I'm beatboxing it with some uh, peach punch. Nice. What What are those? Oh man, you gotta try them. They're beatboxes. Does it like? Yeah. Does it make like beatbox sounds when you open the lid? Uh, like, yeah. Ro- Rosim comes out and shit. And like, <laughs> Rozelle. Rozelle. I'm sorry. You mix Rozelle with Rakim. <laughs> Rakim, right, 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 right. If Rozelle yeah. and Rakim fucked like, and had a baby. Yeah. These are like the gods of like like hip hop right here. These are like, they're iconics. And I just merged the two together and shit. And yes, this is a beatbox. If you guys never heard of them. They're actually really good. You buy them at the store. You could throw them in the freezer and uh, fruity goodness. This is like island drink type shit. But if you, I don't know. Yeah, I'm on. Oh, that's probably racist. I'll take that part out. (laughs) You got yourself. No, don't take it out. Leave that shit in. I'm being (laughs) mad about it. You got 11.1. So, I mean, it's not skimping in any way. So, I'm sorry. I interrupted. What, 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 What were you saying? I don't know. Uh, oh, I was just talking it. shit about this movie. <laughs> God damn it. I didn't mean to interrupt that hard. All right. No, I mean, like, I don't know that I was saying anything productive about this movie. <laughs> well, why don't, you, why don't you give us a synopsis? You shot this art direction? Okay. Because um, I'm so good at this. No, uh, Dave the Reaper is a movie about this guy who's out on a killing spree. Who's killing uh, this, like circle of friends there's a final girl michael uh, myers kind of right he gets <laughs> up like kidding. michael myers <laughs> um time has passed the final girl is afraid that he's coming back to get her he does um she works with the authorities and a mental hospital to figure out how to thwart him wait are you sure this isn't michael myers I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then they work together to destroy him in the end. I shot him six times. I shot him six times. Dude. (laughs) Okay. Um, 
damn it. I should have pulled up some notes on this before we even started. Is there even notes? Dude, let's put it this there's way. There's a lot. Wait, there's wait. a lot of commentary on it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> okay. So when, uh, when you shot this title to me and I was looking through Prime Video, um, nowhere near did it come to like when I started, you, you know, when you start putting the title, it starts creating a list. Right, you get over halfway there, and it's still not popping up. It's like day of this, day of that, day yeah. of everything else, right? And then I'm like, okay, day of the reap, and I put reap, and it's still not showing up. E, all right, got one letter left. R, finally, one thing pops up and shit. Dang. That's how long, you know, if, if, if it was a well-known um, thing, it, it, I, I like to think of it as tiers, like based on like, you know, by its classic value or whatever the case may be. Like when you start placing those letters in the search engine, it starts finding these things. Man, the search engine was on overdrive trying to find this motherfucker. And it's still, it still is in their library, but for some reason it was not going through there. Hmm. It's like, don't do it, man. Don't do it. <laughs> We're trying to help you. This is not where you want to be, man. Just yeah. stop right here. You know, right? That's right, so right. funny. Hey, hold on real quick. I'm just going to hit record on this. Do you mind if I okay. screen, uh, record the video? No, go for it. Okay. Just so I can share shit uh, on Instagram. Okay. Recording in progress. Probably need a better have, backdrop, but whatever. Have we not been recording already? No, audio, yes. I just don't always record the video. Right, just making sure. Yeah, I so... I didn't so, want another... Remember the last time that happened? Yes. <laughs> we got, like, uh, a good portion in, and we were like, oh, shit. No, didn't we do one at my parents' house, and we did the whole fucking thing, and we didn't record it? And we're like, yeah, that was, fuck yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that was... <laughs> That was the Valentine's Day special. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Bad biology. Wait, Darn we had it. To, we had to redo. I I don't know why you dumped so hard on that movie. <laughs> I thought for sure that you would get a kick out of that one. I mean, if if not the movie alone, the soundtrack was balling. There, that's like the only. Yeah, I was gonna say there are parts of it that I like, but like the, the as a monologues whole. were epic, bro. Uh, me, the, the guy when he's got his dick stuck in that machine and he's telling you all about his steroid addicted penis. You telling me that that shit was not funny? <laughs> Maybe uh, not so much in the sense that like my mom was watching it with us. You know what I mean? Like, like she wanted to, and she had I know. a great fucking time. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> Still awkward. It was. I was like, uh, "Mom's gonna watch this shit." She, uh, you know, quote unquote, she was man enough to handle it, and she went through with it. She actually sat down through the whole thing, and she she ran through it. Yeah, I was expecting true. her to to say at the end of it, man. She's all, "That's all you guys got, man. Y'all pussies and shit." <laughs> i'm like god damn mom's seen some crazy shit i guess growing up you know <laughs> and she did grow up in the age of uh some of the most iconic like you know like grounded horror that kind of yeah like, but she wasn't into it you know what i mean so like yeah, exactly. there's, there's no appreciation there for it it's, it's just there's it's no weird, nostalgia you know, you know? Mm-hmm. other than like jaws was like jaws and carrie are her two scary movies but yeah, I mean they're good. Don't get me wrong, but oh yeah, Carrie, Carrie for sure. Carrie, Carrie is definitely 
Uh, it's just iconic. Shout out to you, Stephen King. Hashtag Stephen King. Okay, um, so Day of the Reaper. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude. The whole, okay, I knew I was. I had high hopes. Like I saw the trailer for it maybe a couple weeks ago. I don't remember. Like I, I didn't remember much about it other than the fact that it looked like it was shot on Super Eight. Which spoiler alert is being shot on Super Eight. Yeah, I and, actually saw in the uh, the the description on on YouTube or on uh, Google. Yeah, turns out it was a Kodak Instamatic. That was malfunctioning. So the fucking camera didn't even work right, which explains a lot of uh, the image quality and <laughs> what we I had to I was going to say with. that because the, the, there seemed a lot uh, uh, to be a lot of mishaps somewhere in the editing process and shit. But so, I, I always chop that up to not enough time, not enough money, just fuck it, just roll with it kind of shit. I I didn't know it was like malfunctioning equipment. Well, they shot this for a thousand dollars, and I when I read that I was like, "That is Where? too much money." Where did that money go? <laughs> <laughs> so the movie is directed by, uh, written and directed by one Mister Tim Miller. Are you familiar with Tim Miller? The name sounds familiar, not the Tim part, though. Okay. So I don't know. I like. Uh, sorry, not Tim movie. Miller. Sorry, Tim Ritter, like Jack Ritter oh. or John Ritter. Sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. And Tim I Ritter. The name Ritter. That's my fault. I know it's the name Ritter, and I'm just going to say this. That's what I was going to say. Okay. But- <laughs> well said. <laughs> Thank you. God bless him. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. So I saw the name Ritter and I was immediately thinking John Ritter. Yeah. I don't know if the name is attributed, if it, this is a brother, uncle, cousin, dad, anything. But uh, but then before we even get into that, there's uh, what's her name? The, the one that was on Breaking Bad. Um, did she play Jessica Jones? Oh, you're talking about Jessica Ritter. Right. Now, are any of these people related to Mr. John Ritter? If you don't know John Ritter, Three's Company, ladies and gentlemen. The I don't first know. Pimp, the first uh, family-friendly pimp of Okay. <laughs> I mean, the guy was living with two chicks, two hot ones. So. Um, He's got a brother named Tom Ritter, maybe? Okay. Yeah, Tom Ritter. So, not Tim Ritter. Close, though. Is it even spelled the same way? Ritter? R-I-T-T-E-R? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if John Ritter was like two Ds or something like that. Maybe. Mm. Uh, but no, I don't know. I I don't care enough about um that girl from Jessica Jones. I don't like her for some reason. She's got that resting bitch face. Yeah. And she looks like, I'm sorry to say this, Miss Miss Ritter, if this is not you, but she looks like she'd be a really bad fucking cunt. So like, mm. <laughs> watch out. The type of you piss her off, she might fucking chop off your dick and shit. <laughs> so, be well, weary. So 
Written and directed by Tim Ritter. This is the first thing he ever did. He, I was reading that he like even worked as a dishwasher at a restaurant to save up the money to shoot this movie. And you can tell it was his first go. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's better than the movie that we made, right? Because we've never made a movie. So <laughs> at least he's got something out there, you know? <laughs> I like to think, okay, and... and regards to that i definitely want to do something you know coming soon and stuff like that but uh um uh in regards to that i still think you and i can do a better job than this but in all fairness i mean this was 1984 you didn't have a lot of the equipment available to your typical household areas as you do nowadays i mean some of the best equipment you can fall into uh is either through like film school or Hollywood itself or, you know, anything, any entities of this sort. So the best you can do about making home video is on like a camcorder or something like that. So you didn't have the equipment available that you have nowadays that gives, that pushes out the quality that we expect nowadays and stuff. So not to say that this guy is not an icon, you know, for making something backyard style and just let loose on it and stuff but i still think you and i can with with the technology we have nowadays can do way better job. yeah i mean i mean shit our phones our phones are better than some of these cameras well and that's the hard part too right so like i don't know uh yes it's 2023 and so we could record some dope shit and we have access to better technology but i also think that like the bar is higher for that reason you know what I mean? So, like, maybe in 84, right. when you see this, you're like, all right, yeah, not bad, you know, whatever. Like, the bar is low because, um, you know, the expectations are low based on, like, equipment and shit. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, if we push, if you pushed this out today, oh, my God, I don't know that it'd ever go anywhere. But. Or would it? I mean, I, I, oh, I maybe. feel like there's there's a subculture now. You well, know, that, here we that are talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go yeah and I, I you're right you're actually right about that i think this is what you and i mostly target anyways right the people that value these old trends and stuff like that whether they're new or old if they look that way and appear that way they're there for a reason right they're in that zone they're in that, that place yeah where they need to be. hell i think my uncle was telling me that nowadays I watched some movies that look like they're from the seventies that I've never seen or heard of. And, you know, it is quite possible. There's been millions of movies that I probably haven't seen or heard of. And I watch them. My uncle says, you be careful with those because they could be just movies, uh, new movies that they made look like old movies. But I was like, well, this movie said it was from 1978 or whatever. And he'd be like, well, nowadays that's what they've been doing recently. I don't know if that's a thing or not. Because I, I feel like if you want to research it, you want to get the proper accurate information. Or is it something that you're like, oh, this is such terrible quality. Let's mask it as it was made in 1981 or some shit like that. You know, I feel that there are attempts to make it look that way, which you can obviously tell what it is. Um, right. I, I feel like it's on purpose. Yeah. Right? You, you need the stuff that's like um, kind of it is what it is, but not on purpose. It's just a byproduct of circumstance if you will like I'm, I'm not i'm not looking to replicate this style of movie whereas this movie is just a horror movie that somebody made with no budget and no equipment uh 
and it just it turns out to be what it is versus me saying hey let's i have budget i have equipment let's intentionally make it look like this and then that's where you get like watered down just uh it loses it, it's just not what uh it just doesn't live up it's not good right there's you this mean, um there's this website um bleedingskull.com i don't know if you're familiar with it uh, i'm not very much but they published an article about this movie back in 2018 okay and there's a segment here it says day of the reaper was made by and stars teenagers people who weren't fully formed whose minds couldn't fathom anything other than what was happening right now this very second as with the work of nathan schiff this aspect is important if adults were making day of the reaper they'd think about it they'd plan things out and do it right but Ritter didn't know any better. He just pointed the camera and let it run, smear and bleed all over the place. That unrestrained enthusiasm took the form of a drowsy, displaced tribute to whatever horror films excited the filmmaker during the summer of 84. Proof okay. right there that like they weren't trying to make a bad film on purpose. They were just trying to make the best thing possible. And it just happened to be a bad film. Okay. Yeah, uh, we we can we can uh, contest it too. Uh, be, being um, that that like you know, like you said, this was a movie made by youngsters with uh, no no uh, accelerated developments. They didn't really know the ways of making film and stuff like that. They uh, they decided to kind of just up and make whatever they could and stuff. Uh, reminiscent of that movie super eight you know those, those kids yeah. that were well. you know making movies just to make the movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> some of some of those i got one blonde kid that had all the fucking bullet holes in him and shit, <laughs> that shit was, dude it, i think i only saw that movie like one time like when it came out and it, and it wasn't was a it. bad film in any way i just yeah i was the same thing i only watched it once but i had a good time with it but yeah yeah it, it's kind of like that right um and this movie stars three people from what i had seen uh, there's for the most part <laughs> yeah there was a time there uh just kind of jumping ahead there was a time where i thought that the reaper and the detective were the same person the body was different uh well yeah uh there were subtle differences i couldn't tell for sure and then there was a scene with both of them in it and i was like okay well then that's def they're definitely not the same person so it's okay I know which scene you're talking about. Oh my god! I could already oh my tell, god! I, okay, I okay. I, I took a crack at it because I was like, "There's only three people in this movie, right?" So I was like, "Obviously, there's repeated, uh, you know, usage of people." Sure. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say this: the detective is. Wait, wait, wait! I'm sorry, not the detective. The uh, the therapist is the same guy as the guy that was fighting the Reaper at the end. Oh, interesting. No, I don't know. I think that guy was a little bit taller. No, no, no. Look at the body structure because he uh, let's let's face it, the guy wasn't really that skinny. He had kind of a pot belly. Yeah. He was like a little misshapen. He had the same shape. I, I don't want to get too far into it because we're gonna discuss how this movie went down. Which, by the way, I'm not gonna say that this movie didn't have its pure points that I actually fucking really liked, you know, so yeah, there, there, there is that. You know, there, there's actually a story that was built up here. They actually had some kind of ambition 
I just don't think was delivered properly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, funny side note on IMDb, there's only mm-hmm. three people credited in being in this movie. <laughs> that, that's what I just said. Yeah. yeah it's, so I, funny. Well, it's, it's all in like the actors, right? And there was like three names. I think in the end credits, it mentioned that too. Yeah. And the rest was just camera crew, you know, everybody else. I think an entirety of like nine people together, like total worked on this movie. Probably. Yeah. It definitely feels like it. So, okay. So, so going back. So I originally saw like a little bit of the trailer for it. I was like, this looks horrible. We have to watch it. And then starting, and then I saw nothing of it um, thereafter. Cause I think I texted you the link and I was like, man, this one looks kind of rough. And you're like, who cares? That's the whole point. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to watch yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Right. So starting the movie this morning, good pick. It starts off with this disclaimer that like it's unrated. And if you are squeamish, you should leave. Truly one of the most unusual of the film contains scenes which under no circumstances should be viewed by anyone with a heart condition or anyone who is easily upset. We urgently recommend that if you are such a person or the parent of a young or impressionable child now in attendance, that you and the child leave the auditorium. And I was like, yes, this is going to be great. And then it starts, and I notice right away that, like, there is no sound to the movie. I mean, there's sound, but there's no sound. There's, like, it's, like, layered on top. So it's very distinct that, like, the sound is different from, like, the the the, um, the video. And there's, not, there's no dialogue in it for a long time. I was, like is this a silent film, you know? And I guess I don't know enough about Super 8 um, cameras to know if they can record sound or not, but, or if it was just uh, because the camera was malfunctioning, maybe it wasn't recording sound, that they had to like layer all the sound and all of the dialogue. Eventually they get we get dialogue, but there's a point where like, they can't do the sound and the dialogue at the same time. So they like you hear music and then it stops and then you hear dialogue and then it goes back to music. And then there's a certain point where they figure out how to layer both on top of the video. But did they figure that out though? Uh, I mean, or maybe they accident okay. like it was an accident. That's, They're like, oh, that was one of my I, biggest I, working. <laughs> this is one of my, my biggest beeves of the movie. You are absolutely right. There was, oh God. It's almost like they shot the movie in silence and then they went back and dubbed all the audio or some shit. And in parts where they put theme music, it just didn't match up. And then a quick cut, right? They're like, oh shit, this song is running too long. Let's cut it out real fast and shit. Uh, They did not have strength in the audio department in this movie. In fact... I I would I was you know I was just gonna say just like what you said right right here I mean you didn't say this verbatim but I would call this movie a silent movie yeah I would too Be- mo- because mo- that's how silent action- movies are made right they they just shot it all I mean they shot it and then they added sound in post like if there was sound yeah but I mean like and, and at the same time like 
they just, uh, if you notice, the only sound we got was either music or dialogue. But in action, like anyone that gets punched, any, you know, any stabbings or anything involved in, in such, there was no sound. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, we know movies are made, so usually you have to go in and add in those sound effects and everything. So, like, you know, um, but, like, even just to pick up natural sound from microphones and stuff, this dude just had a camera and then that was it. That that's all that happened. Like, so I'm I'm trying to look up if like Super Eights can record sound. It's kind of iffy. Some say yes, and I don't know. It's kind of weird. But um, maybe yeah. I don't know. Ask maybe. Stanley Kubrick. Oh shit, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. Whatever. I All right. Great. Great director. So the movie opens with um these two orderlies walking this. A guy out from a hospital into a car who's got walking like, Michael Myers out. I mean, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And he's got he's got the black like uh, sheet or whatever that's like over his head, and then it's tied around his neck with a rope. But then he's wearing jeans and he's got these black gloves and black boots. And I was like, was he in the hospital that way? <laughs> like they just let him hang out in his gear like that. Well, you know, this could be attributed, and I hate to give uh, Rob Zombie any credit about this. It could be attributed to uh, the the way they treated their patients. And, you know, mm. Michael Myers liked to wear masks the whole time he was in uh, he was in the slammer, right? Yeah. So he had a bunch of masks. They let him wear his mask. So yeah. maybe it was something like that, you know, like maybe. Yeah, with it, in order to just shut him up and calm him down, let's let him wear whatever the fuck he wants to wear. If that includes jeans, rain boots, uh, dishwashing gloves, and a shroud around his head, <laughs> that's that's tied there by a rope. Might might I add? Yeah, right. Uh, re re you know, replicating kind kind of like the. It, you know how those Halloween decorations where you get the lollipops and you make them into like ghosts and shit. And yeah, 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 just like that. That's what, yeah, like that. So they're like driving him away, and then he ends up. Uh, they like stop the car. I don't know. I don't know really what happened. Like he got they un they unchained him and put him in the car, and then they drove away. And I was like, the fuck. And then he ends up killing them on the side of the road. Which, like, yeah, what do you think was going to happen? But the kill scenes were fucking awesome in this movie. I love them because it's that whole thing of, like, okay, stop, stand there, put your head back. Okay, now come to his neck and hold the razor blade and pull it across and squirt the blood. But, like, <laughs> you see all of that step by step. You know what I mean? Like, you see the guy standing there. You see him put his head back. You see it, you know, just drag the razor across. Oh, my God, dude. The editing was so horrible with this, but I fucking love it. Well, that's the thing with these movies, right? I mean, you look at them and you, you, you look at this. You look at what they're trying to do and you're see that's what that's the kind of mind that we like on our show here. Like, I mean, it's like we know what they were trying to do and we accept it for what it was. It, it may look shitty. It may appear like shit. Um, if you're a new generation kind of person, 
who doesn't like our movies because they're all shit. Well, fuck you. And those, yeah, way those to build who, a fan base. <laughs> <laughs> those, everyone's welcome. Those who uh, appreciate the old with the new and stuff, you know, this is uh, this is exactly where it's at. You know, um, these are baby steps, right? I mean, uh, uh, movies were reborn at some point, like a film, like like we were talking about, uh, 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 silent films and stuff started way back when early 1900s 1900s the 1920s or whatever we started getting sound then we started getting color later on in the 50s 60s um it's a walking path and that's what we're seeing here this is actually the walking path of the newly arrived slasher film and that's what we're you know we're being brought to here and yeah. stuff so you gotta well, accept the good with the bad you know oh trust me i accepted this bad well, I'm, I'm saying this to the audience. Uh, <laughs> oh, both yeah, of yeah, us yeah, do yeah. accept no, it. For yeah, no, you're true. You're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> that's, you know, that's why we can appreciate these things, you know, and I'm sure you guys listening can do the same. So go on. So this dude gets away, right? Kills both the orderlies and then he's gone. And then we cut scene to this girl um, who is just like walking around all nostalgic. And this, I think this is where we get the first dialogue. Where she's like internalizing monologue, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she's talking about how she's like, "Oh my gosh, uh, thirteen! I can't believe it's been thirteen months." And then she starts talking about what happened. I can't believe it all happened only thirteen months ago. Only thirteen months. It does seem longer than that, though. All my friends killed. It's your worst nightmare come true. You read about this kind of thing in the paper or see it in the movies, but you don't actually ever think it'll happen to you. Seemingly out of nowhere, it does. I can't believe it. He killed them all. And even though I know he was caught and put away for his sickening deeds, I just know that's not the last I'm going to see of him. They should have given him the electric chair. He could get out of that institution if he already didn't. Everywhere I go, my mind sees him. I just can't... Let it go. The travesty of it all. I relive the incident in nightmares every time I sleep. Oh, I can't live like this much more. I know he's coming to get me. I can feel it. I'm the last survivor of that day. I know he wants me dead, too. But why? His dark image is forever embedded in my consciousness. Wherever I am, he's there. I'm the last one, the only survivor, except for Detective Rosenberg, who managed to capture him. I'll try to forget the day one more night, and if I still feel this way, I'll go for help. I guess I should just give it a little more time. I guess he can't get out of the institution anyway, and they still may give him that electric chair if those new pending charges were voted on. No, I guess he'll never get out. I guess my mind is just playing the old psychological tricks on me. Yes, it's something to actually live through, something like that. And I hope time will heal my wounds. Now, I have no reason to worry about him getting out. Do I? No reason. It's no reason to worry. It's nothing to worry about. Everything's going to be fine. But all my friends are dead. And he's coming to get me. Now, I have no reason to worry about him getting out. Do I? Where all her friends were killed off. This guy's in a mental facility. He's scheduled to be killed. But then, like, 
She's like, I'm worried that he's going to escape, but he won't escape, but he might escape, but they're going to kill him, but maybe they won't kill him, but they're going to kill him. And maybe I should just get over it. Um, um, I will sleep one more night on it. And if I feel the same way in the morning, then I'll like do something about it. And I was like, simple enough, right? Yeah, I, sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, that whole internal struggle of like, um, yeah, tomorrow I'll just sleep off all of my anxiety and all of my fear in one night. Like it's, I've held on to it for 13 months, but in one night it's just going to go away and it's going to be totally fine. So all good. So then she goes home and we see her like, like very pensive around the house, like checking like behind the couches and like. I, it was so funny. She sat down to like read a magazine. She had a magazine on her coffee table and it was Fangoria. I was just going to say that, man. I had to say that, dude. Huge fan of Fangoria and I recognize that shit. Even with the uh, 16 fucking, uh, uh, what do we call it? Like 16P? I don't know what we would call it back then. Like, uh, I have no idea. The old eight version eight of millimeter. <laughs> That's what you call it. <laughs> right. Because right. you can't see details too well, but goddamn, can anyone recognize one of those Fangoria magazines? When <laughs> yeah. you see one? And I was thinking to myself, she like, she doesn't even it... fucking look at it, though. She's just like acting like she's reading it for like two seconds and puts it down and shit. Like, I thought to know. myself, if you are scared that a murdering psychopath is going to escape from the mental facility and come and get you because you're the lone survivor and you are checking behind the couch as you are like walking around your house, maybe sitting down and reading Fangoria is not the like smartest thing to do. You know what I mean? True. I don't I don't really think they were going for like, you know, anything else, but just to, like to calculate the yeah. for that one. Yeah, no, I know. Some, I, I also want to know who in her household was reading Fangoria magazine because you know she was not a subscriber. <laughs> she, she definitely was not one of the types. It had to be mom, dad. I don't know if she had a brother. I don't even know if she had a mom and dad. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> she seemed to be a teenager that had her own house. <laughs> Good hey, for her. Yeah, I mean, it's Florida, so you know, anything goes in Florida. For real, they, <laughs> isn't there like a meme about that shit? Like something about like you could take any news fucking uh, article and shit and put like happened in Florida, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, <laughs> it must be Florida. I wonder if there's a Florida Man movie, because Florida Man is like kind of like a like a meme, because like most ridiculous news stories start with a Florida Man. And then kind of so on and so forth. That, that, you know? That's what I mean. Yeah, it started a trend. Yeah. So I wonder if somebody made a Florida Man movie. Hmm. Anyways, she falls. They just did. Yeah. Sorry. She oh. falls asleep on the couch after like grabbing this like fucking huge blade of a kitchen knife to like make herself feel better walking around the house. And we get into her dream sequence, and this is the backstory of everything that happened with her friends, right? So it was like five of them on the beach, just like uh, hanging out, playing frisbee. And I'm gonna call it out because that frisbee comes in uh, later. I don't know if you noticed, but the frisbee makes. <laughs> Dude, fucking... I recall, but I just uh, I I know what you're talking about, but I don't because it's been two days. So they're all. Th oh, I'm sorry. I just watched it this morning. They're all throwing the frisbee with each other, and then they're like, hey, it's getting kind of late. Like, we should leave or whatever. And 
So they go to leave. They get in the car and they're driving down the road and like they're driving this big fucking Pontiac of a boat, man. And the driver out of fucking nowhere is like, well, uh, well, I had a good time anyway, didn't y'all? Yes, I did. I hope this car holds up. Oh no, I think she's overheating again. Fucking wonderful acting. <laughs> wonderful. God damn. Well, here's Ripping. the thing, too. Here's the thing. So, <laughs> writing. because they add the audio to the video afterwards, it's a dubbing, right? None of it lines up. It's, it reminded me of... This movie reminded me of things in all the right ways. But, like, none of the audio lines up. And then you're reading it at a pace that's faster than the mouths are speaking, which, again, I'm sure they weren't going for that. They were just like... There's even times where I'm pretty sure they were talking, their mouths weren't even moving. Oh, I turned the subtitles on after a minute because I had to, like, I wanted to make sure I wasn't <laughs> missing shit because uh, <laughs> it's around this part where I turned the subtitles on. Um... She gets out of the car and they pop the hood and she's like, okay, uh, I'm just going to look at this. But then her, she's got four friends with her. So she tells her friends, you guys can like go explore and I'll just stay here at the car. And I was like, for what? Is well, no one going to go? Day, right? Is no one going to go like make a phone call? Like, do you think if you stare at it long enough that it's just going to fix itself? Uh, like, what are you doing? <laughs> But the girls leave and they go, they all like kind of go in different directions into like uh, the woods or like the marsh. I don't know what you call it in Florida. Like it's not a, it's not the woods because it's the at bayou? the beach. I don't know. And then this is where like we get introduced to the Reaper again. He's, you know, he starts, uh, I guess he kills the girl at the car and the girls hear her screaming and they were like, oh no, he's got Jill. And that's where like, that's where I had to turn on the the subtitles because they don't articulate the name Jill. It's like it's like it's like what the fuck did they just say? But then they also said, "Oh, he he's killing Jill," and I was like, "He who? Like we haven't really seen him. You don't know him, but whatever semantics." Um, yeah. and we come over. The girls come over, and he has like cut her arm off and we see him like huddled over her and he's eating the arm and then he puts that down and he's eating her hand I guess for some reason he cut the hand off her arm and then the arm off her body or in some weird uh rotational yeah, way like mannequin body parts yeah all over yeah the place. just, all bloody just dump some blood on it and it looks good yeah i was like you know she's tucking her arm behind her back really well laying on the street like that look good that's the trick holy shit <laughs> <laughs> so i think he like gives chase to them at that point and it was so funny because they showed the highway where they're stopped and then like down the road you see this big green van i was like hey there's another car right there go ask for help and that van <laughs> that fucking van um so no so okay so <laughs> here's where the frisbee comes in so they see him eating her and they he goes to attack some of the girls and one of the girls takes the frisbee out of the car and throws it at him and it hits him as he's like trying to come down 
with his axe or whatever and like he gets all like displaced because this fucking frisbee hit him i had to rewind it and i was like is that a fucking frisbee and then sure enough it was a blue frisbee he starts attacking them he kills uh i don't remember like i think he kills another one of the girls or whatever and they take off they ended up getting away all well all of them got away actually um the driver was the only one who died and so now we're um, seeing this instance of like all the girls being kind of separated. They're at their different houses, things like that. And he's starting to pick them off one by one. It's just like different scenes of the different girls being killed. One of them, I forget her name because dude, they one was Jill. One was Jennifer. One was uh, they all had like J names. So it was kind of hard to keep track. I didn't notice that. Wow. Yeah. But one of them had a boyfriend that, like, she went over to his house and he was like, oh, that sucks. Well, I have to go to this real estate convention and I was thinking about putting you in one of the hotels that I bought so you'll be safe. And she's like, okay, I'll go pack a bag. Like, all the scenes of, like, interaction with people were less than, like, 30 seconds. It was like, there's one scene where one of the girls comes over to the other girl's house. She's like, oh, I just thought I'd stop in on my way to work. Hey, have you talked to Jill? Yeah, I guess she's going to be okay. All right, well, I got to go. Bye. And then they fucking leave. I'm like, what's the point of this scene? Yeah. It, uh, there, <laughs> I'm not one to dump on like, uh, she, you know, like a B-rated movie, like uh, acting and stuff like that. But the urgency in this film was very non-existent. <laughs> Well, at one point, the final girl... Like, I, I, oh, that's that's our friend. She's dead. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll get over it. Yeah, I'm going to be fine. It's fine. I'm over it. Hey, are we still going out <laughs> tonight? Only massacred in the middle of fucking highway and shit. <laughs> if it is a highway, like, you know. Oh, man. So, All right, so, so the boyfriend puts this girl up in a motel and then like the, the, I don't know how the fucking Reaper knows where everybody lives and all the doors are open all the time. He just walks into all of these houses and I guess he's not say, a night killer, by the way, he's no like broad daylight killer, middle so. of the day. Like, yes, if, this is if my I day were to job. take a guess as to, to the reason why is, well, two reasons now, because you tell me that these uh, were kids filming this movie. It was probably a curfew thing, but all the other than that, like, I mean, you know, shooting at night in these, these days without proper lighting is probably just fucking a well, no go. with a malfunctioning super eight and a thousand dollars. Not a lot of options. <laughs> so, fuck it. Shoot it in broad daylight. There you go. In broad daylight. We'll fix it in post. Well, yeah, he's, uh, he's wearing a black shroud in the middle of the day. It'll be yeah. hard to see him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So finally, the cops get on this whole case, right? And, you know, the cop tells um, the final girl, even, yeah, he tells her, we've been trying to find this guy, right? Um, there's been a spree of mass murders and people have been going coming up missing and we think this is our guy. But like the dialogue is so bad. That it's fucking great. Right. Yeah, exactly. I love it. So the plan to catch the Reaper after he's killed all these girls 
is to use the final girl as bait. Great plan, right? This is why I didn't understand. Um, also, given these circumstances, is this movie in chronological order? Because I thought that that was like some kind of um, flashback or something. So it is, which is weird because, again, if you... There was no indication, though, right? If we're using logic, then, yes, this movie does not make sense. Um, because the final girl... Here, here's what fucks this whole thing up. The final girl is wearing the same outfit through the entirety of the movie. I think all of them are pre-dream, during the dream, after the dream. So it's like, where are where are we in the timeline? Because <laughs> you're not making it easy for me to follow. <laughs> so the cop is like, we're going to use you as bait. And so yeah, he, he doesn't even try to hide it. He doesn't try to, he's straight up like, yeah, you know what? Well, my, my, might I add, the detective is like 19 years old. Yeah. yeah. Rookie cop. <laughs> Made detective I don't know. right out. He must have done some kick-ass work to be a, to be a detective at this fucking early <laughs> in his life and shit. He's like the Doogie Howser of cops. Not even that, dude. I won't even give him that much credit. He had no drive to do what he needed to do. And shit. Like, ah, let me try this and see if this works out. And shit. <laughs> there was no method to him at all. Okay, so explain this bait uh, situation because I th- I thought it was fucking hilarious. I don't remember exactly oh, how he said the bait was supposed man. to go down. <laughs> I know I remember he brought up the bait and. Okay, so so <laughs> so he's like, okay, we'll use you as bait. He seems to be killing all your friends. They're all dead. You're the last one. I'm gonna use you as bait, and then we'll catch him. Yeah, we'll like walk good. around, and you know, and suddenly like he just starts chasing her. And he shit. put her in like an I won't even call it an alley. It's just like a like a space. Yeah. Like almost like a cement box, if you will. It's like a place where there's no one around for help. He was like, just stand right there. (laughs) And she just stood right there. And then out of fucking nowhere from out of shot, here comes the Reaper. And he's like holding his ax above his head, just walking towards her. And she's like, no. (laughs) And then the (laughs) fucking cop comes in and puts the gun to his head. He's like, I got you punk. And, um, He's like, yeah, I'm going to take you off the streets and we're going to make sure that, you know, this never happens again. And he like walks him over to like uh, their car or whatever. I don't know. And so he's gone. Um, But this is where the timeline gets fucked up because he ends up escaping like very easily. All they yeah. show is him walking from a building behind a chain link fence that has like a white paper that says whatever mental hospital. And then he just walks towards it. And like, I think it was a brand new fence that they put up for that reason. Cause he just like moved the bottom of it and just got like right under, you know what I mean? It wasn't even like in the ground. It was just like, yeah. it was like a fresh post and he was just like, I'll just move this to the side and I'm out. <laughs> so it's about this time she wakes up from her nap, I guess. And then, um, she goes outside or or he comes into the house. Either way, he got out. He got out. Right. Um, well, no, it makes sense because he escaped. 
Yeah, see, the timeline's all fucked up. So he escapes. That, that's where I got confused with this movie. Okay. And this like intention, intentional, like Quint, Quentin Tarantino type shit. This was more like, uh, oh, well, you know, let's fill this time in, but okay. not, he, he, know he, what the fuck they're doing. I think I got it. Here's why it's it's crazy. He escapes in the beginning. He's out. Right? They were going right. to kill him. He's he escaped and he's on the loose. Then Michael Myers. Then she falls asleep. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> then she no. falls asleep, and we're seeing the the dream sequence, which is like the backstory. Got but it. there are parts of it where, like, how can you be showing me this if you're not in these scenes? Like, that doesn't make any sense. You weren't there when the girl and her boyfriend got murdered in the motel and the dude was laying in the bathtub with all his blood and guts hanging out. So, like, how can you know that? That was you know? a pretty cool gore scene, too, by the way. That one was, yeah, one of the cooler ones. Yeah, it totally was. Um, I couldn't tell if they had, like, rocks with blood covered on it to make it look like entrails, but... It's kind of what it looked like to me. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> Do what you can. So she you got wakes... a thousand dollar budget. I don't know where you wanted <laughs> to spend it. Apparently you didn't spend it on the special effects. <laughs> so I think uh, she is showing us that he escaped in her dream. But that I don't know. Or maybe that was before they caught him. I don't, it, ah, now, so now that I'm thinking Freddy about it, it's kind of weird, right? Uh, either way, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to get hung up on it. Yeah. So she leaves and she, he get he's chasing her again. So she's like, oh, shit, he's on the loose. He did get out. So she jumps in her green van, which I was like, that's the van from 13 months ago that was on the side of the road. Like this van is all over the place. And then we find out that it's hers. And I was like, that's kind of weird. But I mean, I get it when we shot the um, um, all I need is a Coke. Or all I wanted was a Coke. You got like people in the background, <laughs> even in some of the scenes on the beaches here, you could see people in the background. Well, yeah. Like, and the, even back then teenagers drove, drove a uh, rape vans, you know? Yeah. That's exactly what that was. <laughs> uh, more <laughs> reminding more, more so of the, the van from uh, up in smoke. Cause it was just big and green. And I thought you were going to say the one from fucking dumb and dumber. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's a shagging wagon. <laughs> anyway, so she realizes that this dude is out for reals. So she jumps in her van and takes off. And then she goes down the road and then like parks just somewhere like, I don't know, on the side of the road. And then she walks ever so patiently. No, uh, like there's no reason for her to be panicked. There's no sense of urgency. She's just walking softly and slowly to a payphone. Calls the detective and was like, "Hey, if you don't know what a payphone is, there was a there was a public phone for people to use. <laughs> you yeah. put quarters in and yep. shit, not to use them. Sorry, we're a very different generation. <laughs> Sorry, go on. So yeah, from a pay, she had to she had to pay for that emergency call. By the way, well, again." You know you don't. You don't have to. Well, you didn't I have to. That's the be... thing. In real life, it was real life. It was an emergency call. You just call, right? If you're calling nine one one, it's free. But if you're calling the detectives, like personal line, you know, then I can understand just call nine one one and have them fucking like. <laughs> Somehow she memorized the detective's phone number because she just picked it up, dialed the number, and she's all well. Fucking, he's my age. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> got it <laughs> so he was like okay come come to me and i'll help you and then so she 
ever so softly and quietly, just patiently walks back to her van. I'm like, fuck, how, how, why are you not like running? Then she pulls up to the police station. For those of you listening, I use really big air quotes because this was more of they like were a, very big. <laughs> this was more of like, um, like an auditorium or like a conference room. Like, Hey guys, you got 20 minutes before our pep rally starts. So hurry the fuck up with your fucking filming. They just put a bunch of chairs and some tables in there. And they were like, this is the police station. It's like, okay, cool. Cause bunch of rental fucking shit. Like chairs <laughs> yeah. and, and it was just him, right? There were no other cops to make it seem like it was a police station. It was just him in his right. like turquoise uh jacket or whatever but she parks in front of the police station the police station and she gets out and runs to the police station i'm like you were you left the house because this dude was following you you parked on the side of the road to go use the phone and you walk like you had no care in the world and now that you pulled up to the safe place you're like oh my god i gotta get there so fast yeah it was weird yeah it was super weird there was a there was one where um the last girl that he killed she went to the beach by herself and like she was just laying out right right and she went in the water but she didn't get wet she just went in there with her legs and then she came back out then she was like tanning on the beach and you could see the reaper kind of come down and she could feel him and she got uncomfortable, so she picked up all her shit and, like, started to leave, but then, like, decided to, like, sit up against the tree and just kind of chill out. Um, but as she was, like, as they cut from her walking on the beach to her walking the tree line, her hair is soaking wet. And I was like, they never even showed her get in the water to get wet. That's how bad the continuity is in a lot of these scenes uh, in this movie. In this movie, in general, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he, so she shows up to the police station and she's telling the cop, like, "Hey, this dude got out and he's chasing me." And he's like, "Nope, uh, uh-uh. the." <laughs> this is what I thought was hilarious. He goes, "The media and the authorities <laughs> have said that he's going to be executed TV, today." God damn it! I know what's. <laughs> Have a seat, but don't take it home. Oh, so what can I do for you on this wonderful afternoon? It's been a long day. What's up? Well, I think he's trying to kill me again. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? This is a small town. Who's trying to kill you? You don't mean that killer that was uh, captured 13 months ago, do you? Yes. I think he escaped. What, how long has he been in there? How did he get out? As far as I know, he hasn't gotten out. Uh, he's on death row right now. No, he just chased me. It was him. Believe me. Why did you believe me? He just chased me down the street. You never listened to a word I said. Well, I'm trying, but um, he's scheduled, according to the news and authorities, uh, to be executed. They, they took him down there the other day, and uh, as far as I know, he's on his way to be killed. And I was like, you are the authority. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I caught on to that too. I was like, all right. So you're, you're only, you're only, you know, knowledge of this crime is based off what the news and fucking. 
What kind of fucking detective are you? In fact, he fucking has the nerve to be like, yeah, I, uh, I can't deal with your situation, but I know who can. I I got a therapist. Well, that's right what he was, he was telling me. He was like, nah. This is what he said without saying it directly. He was like, I think you're crazy. I think you have some psychological problems that you must deal with. And really, in all due respect and honesty, I think you should really have these dealt with by some kind of psychiatrist or something, because there is no... No, I'm not crazy. I think you may be a little bit over-exaggerated. we got court cases backed up all the way to City Hall. We even had a shoplifting the other day down at the new mall that just opened. It was really annoying me. These punks are already moving in in the neighborhood. So what I suggest you do is go see Dr. Paul Block, a good friend of mine. He can help you out with your whole situation about seeing killers and all that business that you just told me. Because I know the guy is not out on the loose. And just go see this Dr. Paul Block. A good friend of mine. I think you need to see a psychiatrist. <laughs> right, right. Professional as this guy is. Which is funny because she was leaving the office and she was thinking to herself, she's or she said to herself, she's like, Well, if he thinks that I should see a psychiatrist, then maybe I am crazy. And I was like, is that easy? <laughs> Imagine it was like with- watching a cartoon and sh- <laughs> it's like going up to some random girl at the mall and be like, Hey, where are you going? You're my girlfriend. You come with me. And she's like, you know, if he thinks that I'm his girlfriend, then maybe I am his girlfriend. Okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I love that the doctor's name. Do you remember the doctor's name? I do not. I know I had some kind of significance, but I don't remember it. His name is Dr. Paul Block. And I was like, that is too close to Paul Blart. And I love it. Obviously, Paul, yeah, too bad know, he didn't drive in the scene with a Segway. And Paul Blart, Blart wasn't a thing in '84, but still, I thought it was kind of cool. Neither were Segways. <laughs> <laughs> but it there Are you was. talking about the thing that you ride, or the way that you move from one scene to the next? Because this thing had neither <laughs> one of those things. <laughs> it definitely did not. And this guy kind of looks like out of your typical cab driver right like he's well okay first of okay, all he, so... he meets her in a cemetery we're already okay it, cu- it cuts from there she's in a cemetery yeah yeah and now we're we're, <laughs> we're like okay what the fuck is going on she's supposed to meet up with a with, with with a therapist but she's here at the cemetery and then i'm sitting here telling myself well she's not gonna meet a therapist at the cemetery right right i mean it just seems like a weird spot to meet up with a guy why oh, cemetery is just as good as place as anywhere else, right? Well, sure. I mean, I mean, wouldn't you rather like a Starbucks or you know, like you know, something where you can like relax, be able to sit there and talk out your problems, or might I say, just go to his fucking office where he helps people? You know, he's got a couch. He probably got cookies on the fucking <laughs> coffee table and shit. You know, like I know he's not Chris Hansen or not, but you know, how do you pretty... how do you know it wasn't her idea to meet him there? Well, maybe it was, uh-huh. but still, like it. Okay, cemetery. It's like, oh, you know what? I gotta pay my respects to a bunch of people I don't even know, or or maybe she's visiting her old friends. But either way, like it's kind of a weird spot. Yeah. No, I gotcha. And but- the therapist comes in. He's just like, you know, he like I said, he's dressed like a cab driver. You know, he's so fucking- it's so funny that we were talking about um, Three's Company earlier with uh, John Ritter. Well, I don't think we talked about Three's Company, but we were talking about John Ritter. And who doesn't right, think right. of Three's Company when you think of John Ritter? 
and his homie Larry, right? The neck, the neighbor. Who yeah, always the guy wore that like those like shirt shirts. All, That's who this guy reminded shit. me of, except he and was he wearing got the like hamburger cabin. meat and shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's who he reminded me of the gold chains and shit. You know, like he this guy, this doctor reminded me of like like a caricature of like uh like a seventies uh player, if you will. Yeah, I think he's got the sideburns. Like a he's disco got the whole player. getup and shit. Yeah, 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 this, yeah. Guy's, this guy's got fashion and shit. You know, he ain't fucking around, man. He's he is the end all be all fucking therapist. I mean, he will meet you there at the goddamn cemetery if that's where you want him to meet you and shit. And that's exactly what he did. He met her there at the cemetery. And uh, you know, he he pops off like no no uh no introduction no nothing like that he's all like yeah i'm aware of your situation and blah 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 here's my oh he knew everything about her yeah he's all like okay we know let's skip the baby steps let's go straight to the point this guy needs to be destroyed and you're like what the fuck (laughs) all right he threw out some really like left field type shit in regards to why in regards to why things are happening. I don't understand. Well, I'll explain all this to you. I need your help in getting the Reaper. What's the Reaper? He's commonly known as a cannibal murderer. Please explain. I don't understand. Well, I've got this book that explains everything. It's called The Festival of the Sanguinary. What? Festival of the Sanguinary. Sanguinary applies to either the act of shedding blood or to the spirit that delights in bloodshed. This book has been my guide. It tells of the seven-year cycle change. Explain, please. It is a spirit not of this earth that invades an earthly soul every seven years. You see, it's known from studies that every seven years, people's ideas, outlooks, opinions, everything changes. Starting from the age of 18 or so, Every seven years, a person's values, ethics, everything he cares about can change. Marriages are inclined to break up in seven-year periods. There are job changes, just about everything. As a person changes, his emotions spread behind comprehension. I'm not saying that this happens to everyone, but when it happens to the right person, a person with violent temperament and such, the specter of a sanguinary Anderson's soul, turning him into a sickened, demented form that preys on human flesh. Eventually, he will end the human race with pure evil. There have been six sanguinary evolutions throughout human history. Every one of them has been intercepted by the beholder of this book. Seven. No, he they, he then starts talking to her about the Reaper, right, and like what he represents and stuff. This is this is one of those parts that I thought were actually good about the film and stuff. It seemed like they had a, a story, some kind of background that they had planned. I had a feeling. I had, I had a feeling. Do, I was watching this scene and I was like, Matt's probably digging on this part right here. Well, because you know, like he had talked about how generations change and stuff like that, and every well, seventeen years or no, so. No, seven every seven. And I remember, I remember when we were in our early twenties, because you're two years older than me. Right. We had that conversation. You told me that before. I distinctly remember you telling me that around age 23 for you is when like, you know, you saw things differently, interpreted things differently. And then you had told me the story about how every seven years 
things change. Um, and I think, I think that's kind of predicated on the idea that like your taste buds change every seven years or so as well. So like hearing the story, I was like, Oh, Matt told me this story, like this whole thing. So like, it's, it was weird to see it in a movie, you know? Yeah, it was. Um, and, and that's one of the things I, I did have really positive to say about this. It was, it's basing it off of a, a, a philosophy that it actually is there and stuff. So this, let's just say this movie didn't seem at this point when I heard that, I was like, well, this movie didn't seem to be just like farted out. You know what I mean? Like, it just like oh, there's a movie right there. You know, like he, they, they actually had a, a plan of some sorts. I have to say, delivered very poorly, but still, they 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 went <laughs> along with it and they, they, they kind of gave saying. it a good premise. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So so he tells her the story. What we also need to call out too is that at the same time, the detective is at his house watching TV and he sees the news story about how this guy escaped the custody of the hospital, killed the orderlies, and is like. He was scheduled to be murdered, uh, electrocuted, and now he's out on the run. So the cops like, "Oh shit, I fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> she <Oops>. was right. <laughs> okay, so they show him run out of his house, down the beach, and into like the marsh or whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, maybe he's running to get to his car to go find this girl that he just sent to go see the doctor. But instead, he ends up running into the marsh, and I'm like. Where the fuck is this guy going? And then they pan out a little bit, and it's because the Reapers changing, changing, uh, chasing him. And I was like, "When did that happen?" No indication. Yeah, he was even there. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I got really confused about that. Yeah. So that's when they cut back over to the the cemetery, and we're learning the whole backstory. And then we go like the fucking doctor just like disappears out of nowhere, and then we see the Reaper killing the cop on the beach. And then we cut back to the cemetery and then, you know, the doctor's telling, uh, he just pops Fucking up reapers everywhere. Hey, at once. Me, now that I'm thinking about it, we had that, that thing with things where like the dude just disappeared out of nowhere. Right. And then came back yeah, later. He, and he was like, I'm back he, now. He, that's what happened to the doctor. He went out to go visit Fred in the middle of <laughs> in between two. Different Why is dimensions? that a theme with these fucking movies, man? That's so weird. Uh, you know, uh, he couldn't make it today. He had diarrhea. I will just work <laughs> around that shit, you know? Fuck it. So he tells he tells the girl, hey, I've got this guy who is in my care, who I've conditioned to be, like, the fighter of this the Yeah, Reaper. he programmed him, right? That, that's the word that he used, guy. yes. Yeah, that's yeah, the he, word that he, he used, uh, was programmed. Essentially, he just programmed this guy to be the... Uh, the the answer to the reaper yeah yeah the balance right so like they go Where's, and get him yeah <laughs> so and what is he funny. wearing so he like, the reaper is wearing the black sheet right right and then the fucking the 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 hero comes out and he's wearing a white sheet with the <laughs> same title i was like the the this, dark versus the light i was like he, and, and this, this is, is what kind i of was talking messenger. about <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is what i was talking about uh, you don't since there's only three people that play in here. Obviously, there's, uh, you know, like like for example, when you had talked about the detective was watching the TV and the guy had said, "Oh, uh, you know, the Reaper had busted out." And he's like, "Oh shit," you know, maybe she was right. I think that was actually him. I think it was the same guy playing the news broadcaster that was the detective. 
I think it was. I, I could be completely mistaken, but that makes a lot of sense given they're very, uh, <laughs> very, uh, you know, like expansive actors. Yeah. Uh, playing. yeah. So I, I think that was just like, you know, one of those things where they're like, oh, let's use you for the news broadcaster and the detective. Yeah. Well, I think this, it was the same thing here. Uh, so the doctor's uh, plan B against uh, the Reaper is they played by the same guy. I, I I swear he's got the same build. Now I don't even know. They don't show his face. He's under a shroud, but still I'm like, come on guys. I'll give he's it to you. The- I'll say it's the same guy. <laughs> it probably is. I, I, In yeah, fact, I, wanna, I bet you anything. I wanna, the is the same guy that. as the detective. Yeah. You know? I want to believe that that is what is happening. <laughs> yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> Might as well. So they start That's fighting really each other. Right. And I thought it was hilarious because last night we went out um, with um, some of the cannibal comedian people. So the director is in a band called the cosmic jetties and they were playing in, um, right there by universal Studios, So we went out to see the band and uh, dirty Joe was there and okay. dirty Joe, he's writing a new song for a new music video. I'm not going to spoil what that is, but he's talking about how in that music video, he wants to have like, you know, people dying or whatever. And he says that um, he wants to have like a, um, this like dick ripping scene. And then here in this movie, the, uh, I don't know, what would we call him? The, the, the light reaper as opposed to the dark reaper. Yeah, I guess the hero. Reaper. Okay. The, yeah. Whatever. The light reaper gets stabbed in the dick by the dark reaper. And like, it's just blood everywhere. And the fucking doctor's in the back and he's like the doctor Ooh, and, the, and, and the girl That's and the final girl. They're just, they're <laughs> literally just standing there watching these two killers, like go at each other. Not like, even like, with anxiety, just like, uh, yeah, they're just like, like it's like an everyday thing and shit. Like you're tailgating at a fucking ball game and shit. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> so, so the light reaper gets stabbed in the dick and he falls over and like he's bleeding <laughs> everywhere. And the doctor goes. <laughs> Ooh, that looked like that hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember watching that scene, like snapping, going like, "Yep, yeah, he's dead on." <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't disagree more. Now, the whole the whole point of them fighting is that they have to kill the Dark Reaper and then cut his heart out, and it needs to be eaten, and it will do away with the spell or the curse or whatever the fuck they're calling this thing, and humanity will be saved, and we'll all live in a utopia of sorts or whatever. So they go back and forth. They're fighting. At one point, they both knock each other out and they both fall over. And then they both get up in that Michael Myers way. The Dark Reaper has been doing this all fucking movie. Anytime he gets knocked down, he does that whole Michael Myers thing where just the top half pops up, you know? Yeah, I, I call it like the uh, the vampire waking kind of shit, you know, like, you know, like when they're sitting in the casket and they just pop up. Yeah, 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 yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I don't remember who kills who in the end. I think I feel like they kill each other. Yeah, I think what happened was um and it was pretty brutal too. Like there was like I okay, this is probably where most of their budget went. Now that I'm thinking of it. I mean, cuz they had a pretty gruesome end. It was pretty bloody. Yeah, they were fighting pr- I mean, they had knives and like machetes and shit, so they were like hacking at each other and I think towards the end what happened was 
um, the Light Reaper got the best of the Dark Reaper, and he took the knife and was just stabbing the Dark Reaper in the in the head, like in the face. You know what I mean? And I, I mean, it's, it was a good cut. Like you just cut to like a, a like a little watermelon in there or whatever, and you just. Oh, like, I thought that was a pun. I thought you meant you know, a good mm-hmm. cut. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 film cut. Which one are we talking ah, about? Ah, got it, got it. Yeah, I got <laughs> it. So, um, you know, the Light Reaper's like, okay, he's right. dead. I'm going to double check. And so, like, he reaches into the mask and, like, pulls out the Dark Reaper's eyeball. And it's got all the fucking guts hanging off of it. But then, like, the Light Reaper's... long stem, right? Like, yeah, it was. Coming it was. Out. But here's what I thought was funny. The Light Reaper's just standing there over the body... And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm getting woozy and then falls over and dies like, oh, maybe he lost a lot of blood from the dick rip or whatever. But I don't know why or how this guy just died, but they're dead. They're both dead. So I'm sitting here thinking, well, it's not over, right? Because um, you got to rip the heart out. And before anything happens, that's that's where they get back up and they start fighting each other all over again. That's right, because the, the the way to destroy him is you got to take the heart out and eat it, which is ironic. Yeah, because so he's a cannibal himself, right? So, like, you're just doing the thing that he's doing, so. I guess, yeah. Maybe yeah. it's like a counter curse. I don't know, whatever. So, um, they get to fighting all over again, but then the Dark Reaper gets the best of him, and he takes his axe, and he starts fucking hacking at the light reaper like just swing after swing after swing and they show on the ground it's just like there's not even a body left it's just clothes on the ground all bloodied with like just blood all over it and then like a skull so even all the like flesh has come off the face i mean it was a cool shot but like it didn't make any sense so i guess you know cool shot plus no sense equals awesome time but sure. yeah, so I don't know. That's the end of the light reaper. And then again, the fucking dark reaper is like, I won. And then I'm going to keel over and die. So the doctor remembers, Hey, I need to go over and do this thing. So he runs over to the dark reaper, cuts his heart out. And then they kind of show us from behind the doctor. And you can see like the motions of the doctor eating the heart. And then he kind of gets up and turns around and the final girl comes over and she's like, Hey, is it over or whatever? And he's like, submit to the killings of the sanguine or whatever it was called. And then like goes to kill her and then and end movie. So it's insinuated that like when the doctor ate the heart, he became the next dark reaper. So it didn't work yeah. the way that they thought it was going to work. <laughs> no. And that, that, that was definitely a surprise ending for me. Didn't expect it to kind of, Go that way. Yes, leave it open for a possible sequel, but I didn't expect it to go the way it did. So mm. I, I'll give him that much credit too. Uh, yeah, definitely a very strange approach, especially at the end and stuff like that. Like, like okay, this guy's a therapist. He's, you know, like he knows what needs to be done. Yeah, take the heart out and start eating it. But yeah, this guy had no problem. Like he's a therapist. <laughs> he had no problem. He's just like. Oh, oh, there it is. And I like snack, snack. And again, I don't know, man, maybe this is a curse of mine, but like, I, I, I just like, I can see all the stupid little details. So like there's at least one or two costume changes for the doctor. 
He's in at least two different outfits the entire time that we see him. Hey man, the guy makes forty more than forty k a year and shit. You know, like you know, he can afford it. <laughs> but the <laughs> final girl is in the same clothes the whole fucking time, the whole time. Yeah. Didn't she make can't sense. afford it, bro. And she she's a teenage girl with I a house, house of her own. I saw that house. She can afford <laughs> and it. She it's doesn't, fine. and and she doesn't fucking have my mom and dad. So you know, all her money's going into the mortgage and shit. You know, like yeah, or girl, and and she had to pay for that van. I don't know how much she paid for it, but you know, she's doing pretty good for That's a teenage true. girl and stuff. That's true. She just couldn't afford to change the clothes. I hope he, I hope she changes her underwear though. For God's Ugh. sake. Peel it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, horrible movie. I loved it. It was great. Horribly great. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely had had it. And, and you know what? This isn't a movie that I didn't know about. In fact, I forgot I forgot how it happened, but um I think it had to do with the, my research um into like movies like this for the podcast. And uh, so I do a lot of like watchings of like, you know, like uh, some YouTubers and stuff uh, like, uh, for example, Joe Blow Horror and and others of the type that they, they, they kind of seem to cap capture the movies from our days and stuff. And uh, I watch a lot of these things that kind of uh, attribute to uh, movies that we, we wouldn't exactly know of or may have forgotten about and i think this was on that list because i remember some of the scenes of the reaper himself i remember this being brought up and i remember it being talked about in the same way that we're talking about it almost like the movie didn't make sense to the point is like but if you're you're looking for a good slasher watch hey there you go it's got everything a slasher needs minus the story but most slashers don't need those anyway so fuck it right there you go. Yeah. Right. So definitely a good pick. I'm glad we, we chose this one. I, I do believe that this was, uh, it wasn't on the list, but it was part of that list. It was one of those movies I actually wanted to go back and look for. And it turned out you actually found it before I could. So we went full circle on that one. I gotta, I gotta make a comment though, that, um, you know, it's, um, distributed by a company called SRS. And SRS okay, we already the, know about that. The company that did uh, Night Feeder and some of the other stuff that we've seen. Mm-hmm. I I know we talk about this a lot with like, you know, with like Full Moon and, you know, some other production companies where we're like, hey, we should go down the list or whatever. But like SRS seems. I'm not saying that all the movies that they distribute are like shot on video. But all the movies we've watched that are SRS have been shot on video. Yeah. And they've all been fucking golden gems. I love them. So all I'm saying is it's definitely another well for us to be drawing from because there's some really, yeah. really good, bad shit out there. <laughs> <laughs> Could have said better myself. They got a lot of kaiju stuff <laughs> on their website too, so... Um, you know, if we want to do the, what do we call it when we did, uh, Uktana, the, the monster uh, freak monster theater. Yeah. Freak monster theater. Freak monster theater. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I thought it was good. Some of the kill scenes were, were dope in this one. Um, I like the use of the blood, especially when like the orderly, um, we didn't mention in the beginning, the orderly shot him like 
I shot him six times. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, and, so like the it, explosion packets, you know what I mean? Was the, those were done really well too. Um, but yes, yeah. yes. And the, but there was one I had a peeve with. It had something to do with a shotgun, and I can't remember exactly what. Well, that was but the only time was, we saw a shotgun. Uh, the, the only other gun I think you see is when uh, the detective grabs the Reaper from the alley and he's holding that pistol to his head. Yeah, yeah. It was one of the shots and stuff like that, but it was a small piece. It wasn't even anything big, so yeah. I, I can't really. The blood looked good, you know, for a big, you know, uh, budget horror. Sometimes you see some of these horror movies and stuff like that where the blood kind of looks fake. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it does. It too fake on here. Yeah, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't too bad. Um, and the, you know what? I hate that I'm going to say this part at the end, but like maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll splice it in, in the beginning. There is so much that we didn't talk about with this movie as far as like, I'll give you an example. So in the beginning, they the orderlies pull over. He kills one of them, right? And then the other one right. shoots them. And then when he's laying on the ground, when the Reaper's laying on the ground, allegedly dead, the orderly puts the shotgun in the back of the car and then just kind of stands on like at the car with his hands on the hood. And he's just like, not crying, but he's just like, man, no, I don't know what happened. And then like the Reaper gets up and kills him. And it's like those little moments that are so like, like who would write that? Why would you even do that? Like, I understand you're a teenager with a thousand dollars and a broken super eight, <laughs> but you should still have the wherewithal to know that that is a bad scene, but it's there and it's great. And there's so much of that in this movie. You know, how many times, yeah, you know, how many times right. I wanted to yell at my iPad and be like, stop looking at the camera. Stop looking at the camera. <laughs> There was a lot of that, yeah. I yeah, that. dude, it was so funny. <laughs> this movie's—it's uh, great. There's oh, a man. lot to call out in this I, movie. I wish this <laughs> our our sentiment landed better with people because I understand we're like people. You know, people's schedules are busy and they want to watch something, but they want it to be good, right? They want to be entertained. There's so much entertaining in these types of movies. Follow us on Instagram at Mutant City Horror. Uh, and we're also that on thing that you talked about threads. Threads right? is yeah, threads, 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 on threads. Uh, I don't know what's happening with the Twitter, but uh, eventually you can find us there too, or you can just email the show mutantcityhorror at gmail.com. Okay, sounds good. Cool. All right. All right, man. Good, good seeing you again. You too. Good being here again. Mutant City Horror. We love you guys. Later. Peace.